Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, everyone. It's John Hansen joining you in the middle of a Best of John Landecker show. I've got a really important conversation to have. It's timely. It's important. So I thought I'd jump into the show here and give you a little bit about it. They do this really cool thing in Glenbard, but it's open to anybody. The Glenbard Parents Series. They've been having them pretty much through August and now through September, and it's going to continue on beyond. It's a lot of conversations about parents, helping parents out. Some of the previous topics have to do with empowering athletes for peak performance. Some have to do about the art of talking with children and an event this Wednesday. There's two of them, noon and 7 p.m. They're virtual. They're free. Is going to be a conversation with the great Dr. Lisa Demur, who joins us now uh, to talk about teenagers, uh, which is a, a, a topic I think a lot of people want to talk more about. Dr. Demur, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be with you. Well, you're here with us because you're going to be on this series on Wednesday. Uh, you're also the author of the latest, uh, what well, your latest New York Times bestseller, The Emotional Lives of Teenagers. And I just got to ask first and foremost, because I was a teenager like 20 years ago, and I thought it was so hard when I was a teenager. But when I think about the changes that have happened in the last two decades and what they have to deal with now... I just wanted to start and ask, do you think it's harder to be a teenager now than it ever has been before? I don't know about ever, but I certainly think it's harder than when you and I were teenagers. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's harder to parent a teenager. Why is that? Because so teenagers, by their nature, go through all sorts of challenging experiences. So teenagers today are struggling with the same things you and I struggled with. You know, where do we fit in socially? How do I get a romantic life off the ground? You know, how do I prepare for the future and you know, figure out what I'm going to do with myself? All of those challenges are still in place. But then it's layered over now with, um, you know, being saturated with the digital world. And there's a lot of good in that for kids, but it's also really stressful for kids. And there can be real harm there. And then they are in an environment where they're very aware of heightened political disagreements and climate change worries. And, you know, school shootings make a lot of kids very, very anxious. So they are aware of a broad universe around them that is quite unsettled and for them has very immediate, often, um, you know, anxiety-provoking implications. Yeah. So it is not easy. I, I can't imagine, right? And you talk about the speed at which information moves. I think that was one of the great benefits of 20 years ago. If you got made fun of or you got bullied in class, there was a whole night and afternoon and morning till you had to see people again, and it allowed cooler heads to prevail. I know maybe that's a bad example, but now it's 24-7. The, the things that happen in the school can translate to their phones immediately, and then their conversations they have with friends immediately in the afternoons and evenings. There's kind of like no break for teenagers today. That's exactly right. There's no break. So there's no break from bad stuff, and there's not even break from just socializing. Like, I remember, you know, I would get home from practice and you know eventually someone would kick me off the phone and then I just had to like manage on my own for a while and as much as I was bothered by that I wanted to be talking to my friends it just gave me some downtime so whether what's going on is good or bad I think what we have to be aware of is it's very hard for teens to get a break it's very hard for them to find some quiet time 
And that's how they restore themselves. And that's actually what helps them to grow up. The uh, book is called The Emotional Lives of Teenagers. Uh, what, well, first of all, I guess what prompted you to write the book and then to put the word emotion so close to the, so prominently in your title? Well, so there were two big things going on that really got me to write the book. First was the pandemic. Um, I've you know, been a clinician for nearly 20, more than 25 years at this point, caring for teenagers. I've never seen anything of sort of the scope and scale in terms of causing distress in teenagers. So that was really powerful to witness and to try to care for kids and families through. And then the other was that the way we talk about mental health in our culture is actually not very accurate most of the time. And I wanted to try to bring across an understanding that was more accurate. And what I mean by that is that often when people talk about mental health, they seem to be equating it with feeling good. Like, you know that your kid is mentally healthy if they're happy, or if you yourself are happy, that's evidence of your mental health. And that is, um, you know, psychologists like the idea of people being happy, but it's not how we assess mental health. Um, And so what I really wanted to bring across in the book and then unpack in detail is that mental health is actually about having feelings that fit the situation you're in. So, you know, if a bad thing happens, you're going to be upset. If there's a pandemic, a lot of kids are going to feel stressed and anxious. What matters is coping and how those negative feelings are handled. You know, so some kids might manage distress by smoking a lot of weed, which will give them relief but cause other troubles. Whereas other kids might manage distress by going for a run or wanting to talk about it or, you know, trying to solve the problem causing the distress. So um, the book, I would say, was inspired by how much distress I witnessed in the pandemic, but it actually the book itself has very little to do with the pandemic and is really yeah. just trying to think through how do we go forward and how do we support teenagers who are going to have negative and unwanted emotions no matter what we do, and how do we help them learn from those emotions, grow through those emotions, and perhaps most critically, develop a really excellent repertoire for managing those feelings well. I'm going to ask for like a tip or two in a moment, but if anyone's intrigued by this conversation, which I know I am and any parent of teenagers or grandparent of teenagers has to be, glenbardgps.org is where you can sign up for a free seminar and conversation uh, with this incredible doctor who knows what uh, she's talking about. And that's again, Wednesday, noon and seven. Okay, so let's tease a little bit here, Dr. Damore. What is a tip that you can give a parent to be more supportive of when they see their teen really battling through something? So I will tell you the number one most useful and I would say universal piece of advice I can give to parents and caregivers is that when a teenager comes our way and they're upset about something, that something went wrong at school or they're in a fight with a friend, the number one thing they are looking for most of the time is just empathy. They usually do not want advice. They do not want instructions. They don't want any criticism. But if we can respond by saying, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry that happened, or that sounds awful, or of course you're upset, anyone in your shoes would be upset, most of the time, that is all the teenager wants, that is all the teenager needs, and that very simple response will strengthen your relationship with your teenager, deepen your relationship with them, and make them more likely to keep coming back when they're upset. 
I love this. These aren't only great lessons for dealing with teenagers, but dealing with friends and family members, too. Because yes. guess what? Teenagers are people, too. So uh, Exactly. Dr. DeMoore, I, I, I love it. I'm looking forward to this chat you're going to have. And the bestseller is The Emotional Lives of Teenagers. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me. For sure. And again, this is the DuPage County Health Department and the DuPage Prevention Leadership Team. They're sponsors of the Glenbard Parent Series, glenbardgps.org. Again, it's Wednesday, September 13th. That's in two days, noon and 7 p.m. free. Just go to glenbardgps.org. All right, time for Steve Ruxton's news on WGN. Then more John Landecker.